0: Welcome, everybody, to our All-Age service. And you do not know you're taking part in a historic All-Age service. This is our first one after we got hit with COVID last year. And so you're part of history. Don't forget to take photos as you leave from here afterwards. So very warm welcome. It encourages so much to see parents and children all together. Now, boys and girls, parents, why are you wearing masks? Why are you wearing masks? Because we are all afraid of this disease called, what's the disease called? COVID-19. We are so afraid we might get infected. And as we get infected, we might get sick. As we get sick, we might pass away. And the simple word, we are so afraid that we might die. And so we must be very thankful for God that we live in Singapore. Why? Because we have a good government. And if you do not know, Singapore's government has done such a good job under God. We have one of the lowest rates of mortality, people dying from this. So is Singapore a good country? Hmm, very good. Now, what can we do to stop COVID-19, to stop the spread of COVID-19? To stop the spread of COVID-19, we have what we call let me show the first slide a safe distancing ambassador. OK? So I'm going to teach you a new word today. Ambassador. It's four syllables, four sounds. Can you try that, everybody? Ambassador. One more time. Ambassador. Now we're going to try something like a competition, right? Um, I'm going to, going to ask you, how do we stop the spread of COVID-19? And then the parents will say, be a safe distancing ambassador. Then second time I ask this, now all the children will answer. How do we stop COVID-19, the spread of COVID-19? And all the children will answer. Now, the competition is, who will answer louder? Children, do you think you can be louder than your parents? Yes. Okay, we try that. So, parents, how do we stop (laughs) COVID-19? Wonderful. Children, do you think your parents were loud? No. No, of course not. Let's give them a go, okay? One, two. Children, how do we stop the spread of COVID 19? Whoa! You see, you come to church, you learn a new word, ambassador, right? And you can shout with your heart, this is what we do, right? So when you're out there at a shopping center, when you're out there at a food court, when you're out there at a the park, Don't forget, when the safe distancing ambassadors come, they are doing their job to say very kindly and gently, don't be rude to them, because they are trying to keep you safe, keep you from getting infected, keep you from getting sick, and keep you from actually dying. That's how serious it is. That's why you wear a mask. Now we're going to think, God's word, the Bible, tells us about sin. How are we going to stop sin? How are we going to stop the spread of sin? How are we going to do that? And in this passage, we're going to learn a new thing. Five new things, right? Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 to 6 says this, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So we know how to stop the spread of COVID-19. Now we're going to learn how to stop the spread of sin. Satan working on our sinfulness. So the first way is to be a prayerful ambassador. Can we say that together? Be a prayerful ambassador. So that's the first way to stop the spread of Satan and sin. And when Paul the Apostle writes this, he writes to a group of Christians in a city called Colosse 2,000 years ago. And what were they facing? He says this, devote yourselves. What does that mean? Devote yourselves means busy yourself with this. Be very busy, be engaged in this activity. Now you think about it. If you fell sick with a cold, with the flu, you had fever, what do you think your parents were busy themselves with? Your parents were busy themselves with how to make you better, how to find the best medicine for you, how to find the best doctor that will cure you of your cold, of your fever, of your cough, whatever illness, so you busy yourself thinking about it. Paul the Apostle says, If you want to stop the spread of sin in our lives and in the world, instead of busying ourselves, the false teachers had come into the church in Colossae. Bad teachers. And the bad bad teachers, you know what they were saying? For you to get closer to God, for you to be more spiritual, for you to be more religious, for you to be more pleasing to God, you should busy yourself with food. Some kinds of food bring you closer to God. Maybe vegetables. Some kind of food brings you further from God. In our modern day, maybe McDonald's. Did I say that? No. But in their time, they were saying, yeah, if you practice this food laws, you might get closer to God. Or they were saying, you want to busy yourself? Busy yourself with festivals. We just celebrated Chinese New Year. For them, Jewish festival. If you practice this Jewish festival, it will bring you closer to God. Or have special spiritual experiences. And Paul was saying, no, no, no. You don't get closer to God. You don't get more right with God by practicing or busying yourself with food or festivals or spiritual experiences. You get closer to God through Jesus and Jesus alone. Jesus dying for you. Then after believing in Jesus, loving you, dying for you, what do you got to do? You must pray to Him every day, every moment of that day. So busy yourself with, very important, tell me, busy ourselves with prayer and he says that you got to devote devotion is not just be busy but you got to do this again and again and again which tells you you don't just pray once you don't just pray twice you pray again and again be a determined prayer did you realize that Joey the daughter how did this kid begin she was full of fear Now, boys and girls, what do you fear? Parents, what do you fear? We all fear being unfriended by people. When when people say to you, I don't want to be your friend. You cannot join my game. You cannot be part of my team. You are so weird. You are so, you feel very sad. And so she was afraid that if she shared what we call the gospel, the good news about Jesus, if she shared about Jesus being her savior and the Lord, her friends would think that she is mm, strange, she is weird. Why do you believe in this man who died 2,000 years ago? And she might be unfriended. And so she came, and she was sad. And the mother, have you seen such a mother? She always has a song. Did you notice that? Which tells us that all parents, if you have a song from God's Word, from Scripture, it always encourages. So we want to thank Pastor Jason's wife, Grace, because never has our stage been so clean. She swept it so clean. And secondly, we notice that Grace not just has a good heart, a good voice, she sings, but she's also a good sweeper. And uh, fourthly, she is very creative. Did you notice she turned the broom into our mic? We have never seen that happen. Right? So, but more importantly, what did she do for her daughter? Told her to pray. And after praying, what happens? The friend calls, Isabel calls. And instead of being fearful, she took the opportunity. Oh, let's go out for a movie. No, why did you come to our youth fellowship? And sometimes or most times, the youth in our youth fellowship can be quite friendly. That's what prayer does: gives you courage, makes you brave and are not afraid of Jesus because Jesus is your savior and your Lord. So you can move from being fearful to prayerful. And that is how we please God. Okay. Now, before we go on to the next point, so to stop the spread of sin, you must be a prayerful ambassador. God is real, Jesus is real, and Jesus loves you and me. Guess what? God and Jesus has an enemy. What is God's enemy's name? Can you tell me? The enemy of God, what is his name? His name is the devil. His name is Satan. And there are few pictures of Satan or the devil in the Bible. If you read the last book of the Bible, the devil is pictured as a dragon. But when you read 1 Peter and Peter apostle, he says the devil is like a lion. When was the last time you saw a lion? Most times we'll see a lion in a zoo when you see a lion in a zoo the lion is in an enclosure right you're protected and in some and in some zoos i think mandai zoo also has it you can come very close you're separated from the lion by a glass so when you look at the lion at the zoo what do you say of the lion you say so cute so cute but in real life if you ever met a lion in the wilderness in the wild right and Pastor Chris and Uncle Chris, I've been to Africa, I've been to Kenya to preach, right? One night, I was in this place called a Maasai Plains, and I wanted to go out. It was such a beautiful night. And as we were thinking about going out, I says, don't go out because this place has lions, right? And so the devil is pictured as a roaring lion. So the second thing to stop Satan, the second thing to stop sin, the spirit of sin, is you must be not just a prayerful ambassador, you must be a watchful ambassador. Why? Because the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to tempt, looking for someone to attack, to drive you away from God, to drive you away from loving Jesus, trusting Jesus and praying to Jesus. Right? So watchful, what does watchful mean? Watchful means be alert. Be spiritually alert. Be awake. You want to turn to your daddy and mommy and say to them, Be awake. Wake up. Right? So God tells us in His Word, here in Colossians chapter 4, you must be awake to God. You must also be awake that Satan is always trying to tempt you away from God. You know the first person who taught about being watchful, was Jesus. And Jesus, before he went to die that bad death, that sad death on the cross, he said to the disciples, what did he say? I'm going to read this for you. Please listen. Then he returned to his disciples and found them, found them sleeping. Found them sleeping. And Jesus said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? I didn't ask you to watch the whole day, just an hour. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So what was Jesus teaching about his life? That Satan was trying to stop him from going to the cross because he's at the cross. By his death, by his sacrificial love, he will destroy Satan's work, he will wash us clean of all our sin, and he will make us the children of God. So Jesus was spiritually alert to how Satan might stop him. Now, when Paul the Apostle writes this, he's actually saying a few things. Be alert to God, to God's Word, to God's Son, because God's Word is always about God's Son, Jesus. Then if you're alert to God, you have to be alert every day in your prayer times, in your devotion times, to Satan, who is always attacking you, Tempting you, seducing you, to do things, to think thoughts, to say words, to feel things, and to do actions that do not please God. That's what Satan is always doing. And the third meaning of being alert is that you know Jesus came 2,000 years ago, guess what? Jesus died, Jesus rose, and now where is he? He's sitting at God's right hand, ruling the world, invisible now, but one day he will be totally visible to us. And Jesus is going to return. And when He returns, we will worship Him forever. But if we don't believe in Him, we are going to be separated from Him him forever and ever. So what does it mean to be, remember, in that skit, from slothful, right, to what? Very important, we need to ask. what What is making you spiritually lazy to God? What is making you spiritually dopey against Satan? That Satan is like your enemy, he's out to eat you. What is making you blur about the vision that Jesus is going to return? And so you must live a godly life. Even now, Paul prays in the Colossians 1, we pray that you grow in knowledge of God so that day by day from the time you open your eyes to the time you lay down, you will please him. Remember the son, Jacob, right? And he didn't even know that his, a friend came, Esau. If he knew that Esau came, he didn't talk to him one single word. Why? Why? Because he was so preoccupied. He was so distracted by his phone and his game and his gadget. And that's how we can become spiritually lazy. The big English word is slothful. The Hokkien word is lam noa. Right? Which means lazy. You let down your guard and think, I'm in no danger. This is not dangerous until you become addicted to it. And he didn't even notice and didn't talk. And guess what? Thank God for his mother who had a second song. And to that second song reminded him, son, please, when somebody comes along, they come along to be loved by you, for you to love them, to welcome them, to share the gospel. So there are many different ways Satan might tempt us. A new toy, a new gadget for adults and parents, right? a new job, a new friendship. All these things may be very, very dangerous to your life. So to keep focused on loving God and loving Jesus. So two things are ready to stop the spread of sin. What are they? Be a prayerful ambassador, be a watchful ambassador. And thirdly, Paul is going to say you must be a thankful ambassador, where you thank God for everything. So you notice, under God previously, before we came to know God, we are all very grumbling, grumbly people. Right? Thankless, not contented. But now we have every spiritual blessing because Jesus, by His death and His resurrection, because He loves us, He's given us every important thing that we need forgiveness from god and eternal life with god and so we should be thankful for jesus we are thankful for the church boys and girls are you happy to be back in church yes it's so good to be here instead of just zooming zooming every week and we pray for this disease to go away so we can all gather and not simply meet together play together but grow up in godliness together then many of us are what we call relatively thankful we are thankful only in comparison to our relative so if you got a better gadget than your your cousin you are happy but if your cousin got a better gadget than you you are envious you're jealous you keep pestering your daddy and mommy why don't we have something better why can't we eat something better why can't we go for a better holiday better better everything so you're only relatively thankful so how many of you wake up every day and you thank God for your body. Many of us wake up today in our modern day world and they are not thankful. I'm not thankful for my legs until I see a man who is in a wheelchair or he's on stumps. He's moving himself. I'm not thankful for my eyes. I say my eyes are too small. They are Chinese eyes. They don't have double eyelids until I see a blind man or a blind woman at Orchard Road playing music or Newton Circus, to earn some money from selling their tissue. You and me are only relatively thankful. God tells us to be very thankful, absolutely thankful every day for Jesus, for life, and for eternal life. And so, why is that important? Why is that important? This is not a time to get everything we want, COVID-19 or any time, but a time to appreciate everything you have. You know this photo, it's not a post photo, it's not a fake photo, it's a true photo because in many parts of the world, and Pastor Chris, Uncle Chris, right, My like many pastors or missionaries have been given the honour and privilege to go and share Jesus and preach the Gospel in different parts. And sometimes we go to third world countries, we see children without food. And it breaks our hearts and brings a tear to our eyes. So what must we do in Singapore? From breakfast to lunch to dinner, you always have food, right? Yes, boys and girls. But sometimes when daddy or mommy puts food on the table, or when you go out to eat, you complain a little bit from this point onwards. Not because you saw this picture, but because you listen to God's word. To be thankful, to be absolutely thankful that you are a thankful ambassador. Please don't complain about food anymore. You know, sometimes when Uncle Chris or Pastor Chris goes and preach in these poorer countries, we call them third world countries. We call Singapore a rich country, a first world country. When they go to a third world country, at their camp, or their retreat, or their conference, they are so poor, they only serve a little bit of rice and one dish. Either meat is very hard to come by, chicken, pork, very hard to come by, The one I went to, they kept serving small fish and just a little bit of vegetables. And guess what? The many children who were there at the camp, they all sat there and complained and cried. No, when Pastor Chris goes to such places, I've never seen a single child complain. They say grace and they are so thankful for the food that is put in front of them. So, that's how we stop the sin of grumbling the sin of envy the sin of I don't like this and I don't like that so how do we stop sin? three things now be a prayerful ambassador be a watchful ambassador and thirdly tell me be a thankful ambassador do you think you can do this? by the grace of God? yes your whole family can be very thankful and what does Paul go on to say? pray for us too because Paul is an is apostle, he's a messenger, that's what an ambassador is. He's in prison, but he's praying for an open door to keep preaching about Jesus, proclaim the mystery of Christ, pray that I might proclaim it clearly as I should. So, if you want to spread anything, don't spread germs, wash your hands, wear your mask, keep the safe distancing. If you want to spread anything, you want to give and receive anything, you spread prayer. Daddy and mummy, why don't we pray? And sometimes, you know, your daddies and mummies, they work very hard. Your daddy could be a doctor, your mommy could be a doctor, your, could be all sorts of jobs, an engineer, could be a banker, could be a civil servant, and they come back very tired. And you can, you can look out for your daddy and look out for your mummy and say, Daddy and mummy, you look tired, right? Can I pray for you? So when daddy and mummy comes back, you can pray for them. I remember. Sometimes, even as a pastor, I get a bit down or discouraged. But my son, when he was very young, if he saw that my face was a little bit sad, he would come up to me, Don't be sad, Daddy. Let's pray. Jesus is Lord. And that always encourage me. So what must you spread? You don't spread COVID-19. You don't spread germs. You don't spread grumbling. You don't spread discontentment. You spread prayer. And we are asking all our families, to take their family devotions every day and every week. And when you pray for each other, your family will be very healthy and very strong. You believe this? If you believe this, why do you say Amen? Amen. So you must be a super spreader of prayer, not of prayerlessness, not of envy, not of grumbling. And then does it saying? Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. You know what Paul is saying here? Here is the fourth thing, right? he's saying, with outsiders, it doesn't mean unbelievers, because we we maybe use less of that term now, because he's saying, when you speak to them, they're actually pre-believers. If you love them, if you pray for them, then you share Jesus with them. The outsiders that you meet at school, the outsiders that you meet at kindergarten, the outsiders that your daddy and mummy might meet at work, the outsiders you might meet at the hawker centre, if you speak, you speak with, to them, full of grace and seasoned with salt, they may come to church, they may listen to our live stream, and somewhere along the line, they may come to believe in Jesus as their Saviour and Lord and God. Amen. So that's what he means. Make the most of every opportunity. So every time you go out there, even as you go to school, you pray each night, last thing at night, first thing in the morning, Give me opportunity, I've got 30 friends in my school, but give me the chance to maybe share about Jesus. You know, last year we had something that we call Celebration of Hope. With the Celebration of Hope, more than 200 churches came together. And we were one of the churches that took part in this to reach the whole of Singapore. Then we got our children to start praying. Guess what? Some children were so excited from the time they heard about Celebration of Hope and started to pray for their friends and they actually brought their friends to that, to that Celebration of Hope. You can do that. You make every opportunity. So don't be a, time, be a time saver, don't be a time waster. And keep this short form, we call it an acronym, PDA. Every day PDA, in, among the adults say PDA is Public Display of affection. So when you see people out there, right? Adults, when your boyfriend and girlfriend you're dating, sometimes they hold each other's shoulders, sometimes they might kiss each other, and what do you feel as a young boy or girl? Ew, don't like that. So we call that PDA. Now we turn that around, but we can practice Christian PDA. And Christian PDA is tell me, what is Christian PDA? You pray for divine appointments. So every day, you're not losing the opportunity to share this. And it says, let your conversations always be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So, in ending, how do we stop Satan working through our sin? We must be five things. See this together with me. Be a... Very good. Secondly, be a... Thirdly, be a... Fourthly be a, and now lastly be a salty ambassador. What does he mean? Say when you speak, right, the language that you have, the talk that you have, it must always be full of grace. So it's not just every day tell people how great you are. Did you notice about the father, right? When he's watching the live stream service at home, he finds it boring, he fast forward, don't worry. I will talk to Pastor Quack and counsel him for fast-forwarding the video. Okay, then he comes to church because his family wants to come to church. As he's driving, he's, he's saying bad things about bad drivers. Then he's grumbling all the way from Arcadia to Adam Road, which is a very short walk for, his, for your health. Then his friend is so shocked to learn that he's a Christian. Because there's nothing in his conversation that tells his friend, Abun, he's a Christian. Right? So, what can we do for Pastor Quack? Not Pastor Quack. Of course, he's just a figure. That you and me could be like that. We believe in our hearts, but our behavior, there's no change in our hearts. There's no change in our behavior, in the way we think, in the way we speak, in the way we share Jesus. So when we share Jesus, we must share it in a loving way. Whether it was for Jacob, or whether it was for the father, right? Jacob didn't even make any effort to know Esau. So, a few years ago, Pastor Chris was invited to preach at a conference in the United Kingdom. Previous name was Britain. And it was a famous conference called Keswick. And every year thousands of people, young and old, go to this conference called the Keswick Conference. But every year when they have this conference, they would have one man, right? As thousands of people come to this city to listen to the Bible, to hear about Jesus and to witness uh, from that point onwards, there will be a man who will always do this. Look, he'll wear a placard, which means a big poster. And the big poster may say something along these lines. Will say something along these lines. Believe in Jesus or you will go to hell. And every year the conference organisers will tell him, can you please don't wear that placard and do that? Because that is not the right way to share Jesus. It's not just the message, but the manner to walk around the town, to walk around the city, telling people you're going to hell, when you don't know them, you don't even know their name, like Jacob, not knowing Esau, and being caring about him, like the father, just not knowing anybody, no use telling people you're Christian, but the way you live, the way you talk, matters. Right? So you've got to pray to be loving, you've got to pray that your conversation is memorable, that the conversation is not forgettable, that the conversation will stand out. I remember when Auntie Mona was my wife and she was studying in England and I was in Australia and um, we tried to keep in touch with each other. Then she wrote me a very strange card. In that strange card, she said, I've fallen in love, I've fallen in love. And I was so excited, I knew she was going to say, I've fallen in love with you, Chris. I turned the page and she said, I've fallen in love with this man called Jesus. I wasn't a Christian. I was saying, who on earth is Jesus? Guess what? That conversation in a letter, in a card, I have never forgotten. That's what we call an attractive, memorable and standout conversation to tell people I fell in love with Jesus. As a teenager your friend might firstly mm, be laughing at you but they will remember it for life that's how we stop satan and sin so boys and girls dad and moms thank you for coming to join us in our service and we pray that not simply to stop covid 19. covid 19 might give us illness might lead us to death but more importantly we want to stop satan and sin because jesus is our savior and our lord so five things again How to stop Satan and sin? Be... Secondly... Thirdly, a prayerful ambassador. Fourthly, be a graceful ambassador. And fifthly, be a salty ambassador. Okay, We're going to stand and pray together. And then we're going to sing our closing song. As the musicians come forward to get ready. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you that though we are proud and stubborn that we have sinned against you, we have broken our relationship with you, yet you always love us and you're given Jesus to love us and Jesus loved us by dying on the cross and Jesus loved us rising from the dead and Jesus loves us by ruling us from heaven and Jesus now instructs us from heaven in, in your word by your Holy Spirit, to be, to be prayerful, and watchful, and thankful, and graceful, and to be salty ambassadors, so that we can always share Jesus, and stop the spread of Satan and sin. We pray that together as a family, by your grace, by your word, and your Holy Spirit, we can do this more and more, and ARPC will be a shining church, bringing glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.